It's a very good afternoon, good evening. Sanbonani Dumelanga Pshini Molweni Bonjour from Cape to Cairo, New Zealand. Bangladesh is where I, I picked up that we are also live from there. Welcome to Mjolo and Sex Podcast. Here speaking is your boy Mlugin Simpela, the most handsome 31-year-old on this side of the equator. The most handsome guy in a cheese scope and no other hairstyle. I get to do this amazing show with a goddess a beautiful creature of note. Uh, too many adjectives. So little time to go through them. Oskumi, hi. Hi, Mlu. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am fabulous as always. I'm good. I'm good. I'm bouncy. Um, and then I'm hoping that this bounce and this energy will be taken to our social media platforms, which we will be sharing with you a little later on. So, Khumi, I think... Something tells me today we are doing part two and we're t- continuing a conversation which you already started from the previous episode. What are we talking about today? Yes, today is part two of our polyandry discussion. Now, this, this topic is trending all over South Africa because a lot of people are, one, unhappy about this decision. Okay. Two, they don't understand how it's going to work. Okay. You know, so that has created a lot of conversation among South Africans, you know. Uh-huh. So we're going to be discussing it. We're going to be going deeper into it to try and understand what it means. Because a lot of women um, feel that this is a step in the direction for equality, you know. Okay. All right. So we, we, we're doing the polyandry uh, 2.2. We, last week we did the 2.0. We had the traditional um's point of view um, with Mkulu Pumulani. And um, today we are doing the 2.2, and um, our expert today, um, again, I get excited when there's an opposite sex um, on the other side, and I'm surrounded always by beautiful um, human beings. Um, This one is no different. Um, She is a digital media manager, and she's a human rights activist uh, and on the line i have the beautiful ever shining ever glowing i don't i'm not sure she can give Khumi a run for a man in terms of how glowing she wow. is um <laughs> mosi inne if i hope i'm pronouncing it right welcome to mjolo and sex podcast hi hi thank you for the welcome it's mosi inne yeah yeah I'm, yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Mm, that's good. It's good to learn. You know, you don't just um, come from an assumed assumption that you do not have anything else to learn. I think that's where most problems come from, actually. But when I'm not a basic Yes, we will. We will. And, and, and I think we're going to take that uh, insight through to this particular conversation. Ma, we're talking, we, we, we're talking polyandry. Um, we had Umkulu Pumlani in our previous episode uh, who touched on the traditional aspect and the traditional ramifications in terms of the this particular green, the, is it the green paper that the Home Affairs has passed. Mo, just quickly, what are your views on, on polyandry and uh, understanding the socio-climate that we live in in South Africa? Um, you know, when I saw this trending and hearing that a lot of people are disagreeing with it, I was just wondering why this is 
even like a debate or a conversation. I mean, it's not like the people who will be entering into this arrangement won't know. They'll be doing it consensually. It's not going to affect anyone else's life. Um, and I don't think there has been a previous discussion about um, polygamy, for instance. There's so many women doing it. Nobody's saying, no, don't do that. No, it's against this and this and that. People are doing it out of their own free will. Mm. So if women also want to do it, one day when you're married and say, yeah, now, now I want to get married to somebody else. You see, now that's a totally different discussion. But if you're going into a relationship with somebody knowing that at some point um, they will want another person in the relationship, then and I don't think it should be um, such a big debate about what women can do with their own bodies and lives, honestly. Okay, Mo. Well- I mean, before I hand over to um, 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 my my beautiful um, Khumi, look, part of the part of the debate um, stems from a lot of women are saying that um, historically, um, allow me to even say even biblically as well, um, everything that is articulated is quite from a patriarchal point of view. So everything mm. seems to favor men. Um and, and 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 I suppose Mkulu said uh, in the previous episode that we 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 are again we are guilty that we only know what we know and if we d- now decide to shift or change it always comes with a, a bit of discomfort. Do you share the same sentiments? Yeah, I think so. Um, any kind of change that happens that um, sort of upsets people or there's this whole debate around it is mostly because the people who are benefiting from it previously will no longer be the ones who can now have Mm. 10 wives in the way. Now you must only marry one person. There's somebody who also spoke about um, bearing children. What if the person you're marrying, whether she wants to marry two people or not, doesn't want kids in the first place? So that's why I'm saying, Corey, people are going to enter into this Consensually, no, knowingly, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's not going to be a big surprise ten years later. somebody else. So um, it's going to come with discomfort. Sahori, then marriage won't just be centered around men. It's not just going to be about their own benefit, about growing um, their legacy, generation. Here, I mean, there are women who don't want to change their surname. Never mind the whole Korean. I'm one of those women, by the way. Never mind the whole. But the institution of marriage is starting to change. And if we are saying that we do not want a patriarchal society anymore, again, why is this a debate? Mm. I like what you said um, when you say that the whole institution of marriage is starting to change. Um, So my question is, taking the the ideal out of it, because a lot of women are excited about it, and I think some of them have romanticized it, you know, the idea of having two husbands. Practically mm-hmm. speaking, do you think South African women are ready for this? I think it will depend on the practicalities. Um, no two relationships are alike, mm. whether it's um, just monogamous or there's more than two people in that relationship. So no two relationships are going to be alike. But um, I do feel that if you are ready, 
Um, nobody else can tell you otherwise. Like I said, it's your body, it's your mindset. Everything is what you're doing it because we're now Abatra. So I don't know how we're going to measure whether South African women are ready for this. Perhaps you want to contextualize it a little bit more for me so I can give you a specific answer. Yeah, because from the conversations that we, we've seen and we've heard, a lot of men don't want it. You know, they, yeah. they, they just refuse to mm. share their wife with somebody else knowingly. You know, I think for mm. them maybe in a way it's easier to be the side guy. You know, I just don't want to know about it. But now I am knowingly sharing you with another man. And they, they, they're not ready for it. They don't want it yeah. at all. Yeah. You know what? You know, I, I read a tweet this morning. Um, someone said the government is actually compensating the gender-based violence issue with this. So the government is not really solving the issue in terms of gender equality or how women yeah, are being treated yeah. in society um, in South Africa. And this is just one way to sort of what cover the bandage in terms in, in term, instead of really dealing with yeah. the actual issue. Yes, a lot of people feel that this is going to perpetuate gender-based violence. Did you do you feel that way, Mo? Um, how that is how is this going to perpetuate GBV? In that egos are going to be at play, you know, and the men cannot handle sharing. Therefore, they're going to fight amongst themselves or even turn on the woman. But now I still have an issue that if all these decisions that have to be made regarding women, and we must consider their egos, we must consider their hormones, we must consider how their emotional detachment or what, what, what. But that's fine, right? It's fine for them to get a lot of women because right now we don't have emotions. We don't, we don't mind sharing. That is the narrative that is that I'm getting from this, mm. um, and which is quite a little bit unfair. And if we're going to go back to history and biblical stuff, it's important for people to adapt. Um, we can't do the same thing in the 1800s into 2021 and then want to justify it using the Bible. Then in the same breath, we're going to talk down on the Bible, saying the Bible says this and this and that, or what not. And then in history, this is what happened. I mean, in the Victorian era, women were supposed to hide their pregnancy, or they having sex. Why? Why is that even, or was it even a thing? So I don't like the fact that we have to consult men on everything. There are certain companies that where you can't get a specific position or you can't do certain things mm. without um, your husband, without having a husband or your husband yes. booking it. So why according to men? Standards and their egos. That's not what I don't get it. Mm, mm, mm. Mo, finally, um, if 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 you are if you are if you are now allowed, afforded the opportunity to sit in Parliament or to sit with the powers that be, um, mm. in terms of drafting this uh, green paper, this green paper, which uh, is still going to be debated, is still going to be looked into. What are some, what are two or three uh, insights? Um, that you can give to them in terms of drafting this, um, mind me saying, without stepping on anybody's toes? Um, I think my main thing would just be that this is consensual and made known prior to entering into any kind of relationship. 
tomorrow, oh, sorry, no, but tonight didn't know that you wanted another husband and um, other issues mm-hmm. start coming up. And then maybe that's when the ego and this whole GBV thing may come into play because they were not expecting it. Um, in terms of how this would work on a legal basis, men um, have women, 10 wives. Nobody's really regulating that except the fact that um, you automatically seen as the um, the wife. Mm. So, and then as to whether both men will be paying Lobola, I, they, I don't even want to lie. I don't know. I think, again, that would be Ooh. a preference thing. You know? <laughs> Ooh, I think maybe the person then who wants those two husbands must pay Lobola for the second one. I don't know. But some of the responsibility has to come back on Mokoye and Ipa Nahore, you know, because they're a woman and now you have this right to marry. In, in, in. You still want yeah. to benefit from what happened historically. You see, so a lot of things that change. And if we're going to talk about equality in that sense, then whatever a man does in a monogamous or even a polygamous marriage, the woman must also do. So, it's only one person who's benefiting from this whole thing. And the argument is that, no, it's my body, it's my life, I can do whatever I want. So that's when issues start arising, when you can't take responsibility for a thing that you said you wanted. Yo, South Africans are going to have to start learning mathematics. Um, what you do on the left, you must do on the right. Yeah. And I'm not sup- and I'm not sure if bye bye maths lit because it sounds like we're still on a maths lit uh, mentality. We have to really get <laughs> on to the maths pure so that we are able to really wrestle with this thing. Mo, thank you so much for having a conversation with us. Um, keep doing what you're doing and keep shining and keep remaining as beautiful and radiant as you are. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This is quite insightful. There are a lot of things actually that I didn't think about when I read and feel like the issue yellow baller. So yeah, it's given me something to think about. Thank you. Look, we it, it we, we we're gonna have part twos and threes and fours and some of the conversations will intertwine. Whom we will agree that all these conversations some way, somehow yeah. will intertwine and we will at some point step on other people's toes. Some people are not gonna be happy, but what can we do? Mm, that's true. What can that's we, true. What can we do? Thank you so much <laughs> for being part of the show, Mo. No problem. Anytime. Thank right. you so much. Cheers. Bye. Um, Khumi, I something tells me. At I mean, the last listening to Mo's last bit, we we are gonna go back to. Uh, I'm level one again on the whole conversation. So she spoke about Lobola. And women were still going to want to be Lobola. So if you, were, if you really want to get rid of this whole thing, then women must now, now Lobola men. And I wouldn't mind. Shame. I like, I like what she said, um, that we cannot celebrate um, the fact that this is a right step towards equality but not practice equality. Yes. You know? And my issue is South African women are entitled. Mm. South African women, most of them do not want to be accountable for anything. South African women feel they are entitled to some things in relationships, you know, and mm. such as lobola, blah, 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 blah. So it's going to be interesting if they are going to pay lobola for and more. And the span- there's now the spanner in the works. Yes, because in a polygamous um, marriage, the man does pay lobola for all his wives. 
So if you are now saying, I want to have more than one husband, then you must be prepared to pay Lobola for all those husbands. And look after them. And look after them. Unless you guys come to some sort of concession to say, okay, listen, we're going to split things equally. You know what I mean? It, it, it's because it's, I feel because it's such a new thing, we can make the rules as we go along. Yeah, but it, if we feel that we do not want to model them um, the same way as polygamy, you know, we, we can make the rules as we go along. But if we are now looking at it from an equality standpoint, then we cannot. Yes. We're going to have to follow. Exactly. Like what you said, what is done on the left must be done, done on the equally right. on the it right. Equal. So if you are now marrying more than one husband, then you must be prepared to pay Lobola for them. You must be prepared to look after them. And that means, obviously, because now you can't live under the same house. You must now go and buy Tabo a house. You must go buy Tokozani a house, take care of him and the children that you will have with that person. Now, and also, now it means that you have to give Tabo, Lou, John, kids. Yes, yes. Because now, normally that, would, that was the role, because Mkulu said, remember last, in our last episode, that the role of this Istem was just to, if the, the eldest wife could not be able to bear children. Kids, yes. Now, I can imagine. So you're going to be a children's machine. Yes. And also, and, and we're not saying this because we are trying to, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Okay, I'm just going to say bash for like a Vilif- Vilify the whole prospect. Yes. Yeah, we're not trying to vilify the whole prospect, or women for that matter. But what we're saying is we're trying to highlight the responsibilities yep. um, of you being the one with more than one spouse. What it means. And are you ready for it? And are you ready for it? You know, And the same goes with men. Mm. Are you ready to now be accommodative of the fact that I, as Romi, I am married to Wena, Tawoli John, are you okay with the fact that I'm going to spend three months with Le John because I'm trying to have kids with him? So now, be, so that so that we don't have confusion, who's the baby daddy? Obviously, I'm going to spend time with him, conceive. I'm now pregnant. And you know who it's John's child. Oh. Are you going to be okay with that? <laughs> or maybe I stay with him for nine months and I have the kid. Are you going to be okay with that as a man? Oh, I, I, I don't envy. I really don't envy the powers that be that it's, are going to be... Dis- it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and the best of luck. Um, and, and, and again, everybody, once again, you're entitled to your own opinion. Um, yes. We really tried to bring the heads and tails of the conversation and we hope that we tried. And whatever f- point of view that you take, we hope that it will be an informed one. Another informed decision that you need to make is to follow us on our social media platforms. Where can people follow us? They can follow us on Facebook. Yes. We are Daily Sun. Yep. Um, they can find us on Twitter at Daily Sun SA. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, go to www.dailysun.co.za. It's forward slash Mjolo. And you can see all other 26 episodes. Yeah, it's hard to, be, it's hard to believe that we have 26 right. episodes in. Over, we're just approaching the 40,000 downloads. It's incredible the love and support that we receive with this podcast. Some people think we don't have anything better to do. We could just skin it about love and sex. But it really means something that you are on the opposite end and you are receiving. And you're also interactive with this. And we hope that you can grow and we can get to 100,000 and a million downloads. Um, But... 
One of the other things that we really need to be woke of um, is to really practice safe sex during this very cold and very intimate season. Yes, if ukrele keep it strapped. Keep it strapped, guys. Yeah. Keep it strapped. Um, I think I did verify with Khumi. Yeah, like condoms don't cost six bucks, guys. Uh, you, uh, you can get them at about tw- ten, twelve bucks. Yeah. yeah you, you can get you can get them, but guys, please keep it strapped. Keep it safe. Uh, we don't want any other pan- any other pandemic beyond the COVID nineteen. But once again, a big thank you to Mo. Big thank you to you for listening. And once again, from me, Mlungu Simpela, the most handsome thirty-one year old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy. In a cheese cup and no other haircut. And me, who still does not have a cool outro. <laughs> it gets to me every time. <laughs> it gets to me every time. It's love and light, everybody. Be kind to one another. Sharp, sharp. <laughs>